0: What is up, guys? Welcome back for another episode of Raising Serotonin. I'm actually so excited to be recording this podcast today because I'm doing this completely different than I ever have before. Um, I'm actually recording this on Zoom with my new amazing friend, Emma, and she's going to be on the podcast today, so I'm just going to let her do her thing. So listen up and give her your full attention right now. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, Thanks for having me. This is the first podcast I've ever been on. Um, And I just have like a soft spot in my heart for podcasts. That's, I think, one of the biggest tools that has given me like just knowledge and information and sent me along my path towards like healing and living my best life. Podcasts are so amazing. So thank you for what you're doing. Um, I didn't even know that part. Oh, I love that. I know. (laughs) Um, yeah. Podcasts are the shit. That's how, Ooh, can we swear on here?
0: Oh yes. Oh my God. You're fine.
1: <laughs> I'm still not used to introducing myself as like the founder, the CEO, the whole, like the brains behind the real thema operation. Yes. Um, but I'm kind of in the middle of two different things with my, my Instagram page. It's a platform that I use um, for my business. Of course, I am a holistic nutritionist, um, and wellness coach. I'm also a sports nutritionist. I technically have a personal trainer, although I don't do that anymore. Um, and I also like to use my platform as a way to just share my story to allow my vulnerability to help others feel seen and feel heard. And I'm in the works right now of trying to create a community around it. Um, so,
0: you know, you're involved. You're in- I am a part of, and it's amazing. Like so I, That was the most amazing thing to create like I know like my boss obviously has like support groups and a, cha- and a challenge group but no there's never a space that I have personally had like this I am a part of like the boss babe society and it's just so filled with information it's not and it's business information so I've never had a space where it's like just wholesome content and people caring about each other and the fact that you created this like because you care about people is because like it's not it's free it's like I literally was like hi okay me and we just introduced ourselves and I already like connected with people and I didn't ever have that so the fact that there are people out there that we can connect with and it's we have similar platforms because like we both use Instagram mainly like do you use Facebook or anything like besides the Facebook group we have
1: not for like I technically have a business page but I don't yeah, yeah, really? I, I need to be better at posting but no I don't really use any other platform same. other than Instagram right now
0: right same so I like started my podcast just like with the podcast I didn't even think to put an Instagram page with it I don't know why but I thought like oh here are just podcast no okay didn't have any idea what I was doing Clearly, but I started the Instagram page and I didn't even really think about what I wanted to do with it at first. I don't know if you have like a similar, like, did you like just start, like you just knew what you wanted to do or did, like, what did you go to school for? I should say.
1: Yeah. So no, I have, I feel like this year has really just been a year of clarity and I really needed to slow down. Um, 2020. Yes. I needed to slow down or... Um, I'm very into astrology and numerology and all of these things. So I am a two, well, I'm technically my life path number is 11. We don't have to dive into all of this, but as I was reading up on what this year kind of means for me, it was talking about slowing down and being patient because I, personally rush into things because I'm passionate about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But this year really needed to be about slowing down because if I rushed it, I would end up in the wrong place. So that's really what I've been focusing on this year is figuring out what is it that I'm looking to achieve um, and like, where do I want it to go? Because when I first decided to, um, you know, like when you're in college and you're like, what do I want to do with my life? I was a division one field hockey player and I loved coaching. I've always loved talking and communicating. Yeah. And so I went and I coached for a year at Boston College and that was amazing. That's like a top 10 school. So yeah. it was really fun. But then I realized that I love nutrition as well. So then I went back to school to become a sports nutritionist okay. and spent all of that time preparing myself to be a personal trainer and a sports nutritionist. I always imagined myself doing something with sport. Got it. Wasn't until all my issues with my eating disorder and until I got SIBO, which was um, a really bad gut issue that I ended up finding myself through a lot of podcasts, healing myself holistically. I focused on gut health and skin health, which got me interested in holistic wellness, which led me to go back to school to become a certified integrative and holistic nutritionist. Okay, what is that? Is that
0: like a like you go to like a college for that, or is that a specific type of school? That's a specific school.
1: Specific school. It um no, it's not another college. It is more of like that certification program. So you still have all of the. uh, It's all online as well. It's the integrative the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, I I N. So anyone's interested in that, you can reach out to me. It was the best school that I found that would give me the education that I wanted and also give me the ability, um, like legally, to start working with clients. I basically did a a 180 thinking that I was going to coach field hockey and then I thought I wanted to do sports nutrition and then I left New York with my master's seeking jobs um in Portsmouth New Hampshire because that's where my boyfriend was living at the time he was coaching football at UNH which is our alma mater um and I ended up getting a job at a a boutique studio a gym I could say they had cycle bar Pilates strength classes rowing it was amazing had like a smoothie bar in there it was it was all the vibes um So I ended up working there as a strength instructor and then became the health coach for the studio, um, which was great, but I was working like 16 hour days, the (laughs) gym opened at like 5am. I ended up becoming a manager of the studio as well. So I was now like managing the staff and like, um, I ended up taking over like the smoothie bar and redoing the menu. And I was, I was wearing multiple hats and it was really fun, but I was like burning the candle at both ends and didn't really feel like I was able to do as much with my clients as I wanted to because I was underneath the studio and and right. they wanted me to convey to people. So my boyfriend ended up getting a job offer to coach football at Holy Cross, which is in Worcester Mass. Okay. And I was like, screw it. Or so we've been dating for eight years. So we'd already been living together. I was like, let's do it. Let's move to Worcester. I'm gonna quit my job and I'm gonna launch my own health coaching business and so that's what emma Real, real with emma started as i was trying to give like tips and tricks to be healthy but i was still keeping myself confined i felt like i had to do with what other health coaches were doing which was only talking about how to lose weight only talking about like what to eat to lose weight how to work out to lose weight how to sleep to lose weight like and it was just not in alignment with what I felt like internally. Right. And
0: so. Because that's not just, like that's not not important like that. Like, yeah, being a healthy weight is so important, but just like looking at like the constant, like this is how you get the best booty with the smallest waist. And it's like, "Mm, uh," it's like, it makes like some girls, I mean, especially me, it makes me go crazy. And I'm so glad that there's people like you who actually care and understand and bring the message to the world because yeah. we need more of you. <laughs> yeah, I think honestly
1: I just spent way too long thinking that my physical appearance was equivalent to my my self-worth and like my yeah. value and mm-hmm. that the only way I would earn respect is if I was like the skinniest, most fit version of myself and that I had to be perfect in order to like make an impact. Yes. And I'm not really sure what changed, but... This past summer was just like very intense for me. I realized that I still had a disordered relationship with working out. Um, Like I healed a lot of my issues with food, but fitness was still something that was giving me, it was still like on the should list. Like I should work out so that I don't get fat and I should work out because that's how you stay skinny and I should, should, should. Um, So I kind of took the summer off from doing my typical workouts being, um, a former athlete. Like I was used to working out for literally three to four hours a day without recognizing that the more you work out, the more you have to work out. And so I had to like really wean myself off of the intensity that I was putting my body through. Um, and through that whole thing, I was just dealing with so much like stress and anxiety and like, like panic attacks of like, what am I doing? Like, what is my career? What is my future? What is happening here? And, through, I started sharing that and I started sharing when I was anxious and sharing when I was low, but also sharing when I was like high and feeling happy and feeling grateful. And people just started to kind of like respond to that. And I did a lot of work on tapping into my intuition. I started meditating. I looked more into like we've talked about like astrology and just recognizing like, where is my purpose lying? Is it to help people lose weight or is it to help people, my new tagline is live in alignment with their most authentic and vibrant selves because I think that that encompasses what I feel like I found. I am more authentic and vibrant and full of life than I've ever been. Along with helping people, like the key to my program is I teach people like how to love themselves and I, I right. can't do it. People can only achieve that if they commit to it and they um, like yeah. commit to the methods and the practices that I teach them. But I also use my education on fitness and nutrition to help people actually nourish their bodies and move their bodies in ways that support them, metabolically speaking, like mm-hmm. on a scientific level. Um, I talk yeah, because about- because
0: it's not like you can just say, like for every single person, do it this mm-hmm. way. This is how you love yourself. Like your programs are pers- like person specific, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, genetically, we're all really different. We all respond to different forms of activity differently we respond to different foods differently and what I work with people on it's it's very intense we talk about mental health and stress and fear and your ego and relationships and sex and intimacy and all of these other factors of your wellness and to have quality well-being Um, and then of course we dive into the food and fitness and I teach them you know what what needs to be present in their diet to nourish their bodies like metabolically speaking but then also like to nourish their soul like we all need to have some soul food we all need to like veg out with a bag of chips once in a while you all need to have that extra <laughs> glass of wine once in a while. That's part of living a balanced life.
0: Nothing gets me more than, like, because you said genetics, is stick thin and can eat and drink as much as they want. And, like, people see that on social media more than, like, the people that are, like, working their ass off to be able to have that extra glass of wine. Right, exactly. But I hate, like, I don't, uh, hate such a strong word, but I really do hate that persona that social media gives us being real on social media with our, like, stories and being vulnerable like you said and keep yeah. sharing that is like yeah. what we need on social media
1: yeah and I think honestly from like a business standpoint it's really tough trying to break down the walls for people to understand what they would actually get from working with me yes. because I've been that person I've been the consumer before before I became a health coach and a sports nutritionist I was buying weight loss programs and I hired a health coach to calculate my macros and to help me lose weight. And what got me to like hit, you know, buy and to really commit to it was them showing progress pictures like before and after and like dramatic weight loss. And it just built up this entire story that like, this is what I'm going to get from this and then I'll be happy. And so for me, I don't post transformation pictures. I'm not showing before and after pictures of my body or of my client's body. Um, I don't weigh myself. I have no idea what I weigh. I have no idea what my clients weigh. They have no idea what they weigh right now. Um, I make them like toss the scales and get rid of that stuff because, that first of all, yeah, the best way to to figure out um, how you're doing is how you're feeling. Like, yes, like are your clothes feeling a little bit looser? That's great. Do you have more energy? That's amazing. Are you sleeping better? Like,
0: those are the things that matter. Right. And not, not the number. Exactly.
1: And everyone who goes through my program loses weight, but like we never talk about it because they end the program and they're like, thank you for just like giving me my life back. I have this one mom who I'm working with and she's like my relationship with my daughter is so much stronger because of all the things that I've learned and like people are just able to step into their authentic selves. It's like the small things that make changes like Being vulnerable enough to join my Facebook group, The Real With Collective, and introduce themselves and to admit that they deal with anxiety and that Mm -hmm. they admit that they have all of these things. And where I see Real With Emma going genuinely is being able to help people connect. I think-
0: That's all I want. That's all all I I want. It's all (laughs) I want.
1: I just, I've spent too many years of my life competing against other women.
0: Trying to be the top and trying to be like the best. For what? I don't- mm For what? yes for for sure
1: like being an athlete played a large role in that like I've been in a competitive environment I was literally competing for playing time I was competing to be a leader and you know for whatnot but it just it really manifested itself in a way that I felt so threatened by other women's success and even as I started making you know my Real With Emma Instagram page and just, I was always looking at what other people were doing instead of checking in with what I wanted to say and that whole comparison game and that judgment game and seeing someone else succeed and making somehow letting it make you feel like you're not, you know, going to be as successful as they are that whole dynamic. It was just so toxic for me. And it was the one thing that I worked really, really hard to to break through and to kind of, like, release. And that is the one part of my program that a lot of people really resonate with is they're like, damn, like, I've been judging people my whole life and recognizing that you're judging yourself and releasing that and learning to, like, look at another girl and love her just as much as you love yourself no matter what she's going through. Like, everyone has a story. Everyone has their own shit. But, like, we are just all better together.
0: Step one to stop judging. Do you think you can, if you could put it into one, because I know that's really hard to do.
1: It, it, it definitely is. I can't even imagine the shit people have said about me behind my back in the way that they judge me and how they perceive the way that I'm living and how I present myself these days. Because I've done a complete 180 from what I used to be like. I was so negative, so pessimistic, so sarcastic, so judgmental, like, if a girl walked into the bar and she was, I don't know, wearing something that I thought was abnormal, just say, I'd be the first one to call that girl out and be like, oh my God, like, look at that girl's shoes. Or like. And after I would say something like that, people would laugh and they would agree. Yeah. And then I would always feel like shit about myself. And I'd be like, damn, like, I I feel like an asshole because generally I'm just projecting. I'm like trying to shift attention to someone else, you know, it's it's all connected. And so... By not judging other people and recognizing that I judge from projections, I freak out for certain reasons, different like traumas and fears that I have from my own life and my childhood. If I'm doing that, so are other people. So when Sally is judging me for being positive or for meditating, it's because she is projecting where she she has an insecurity or an issue deep inside of her people from high school and college follow my real Thema account right people who are in my life but aren't potential clients who aren't like on the same health journey or mission as me yeah. that they follow me simply because they know who i am right um, or they think that they know who i am they think awesome. that they who i was when i was you know 2018 20, to 22 in college is the same person who i am at 26 we're like living in this weird world where We continue to show so much of ourselves that people, I don't know, they just think that they know you, even though they haven't seen you in years. So I've had those people um, send my posts around. I don't know what they're saying about them, but I do know that people judge me. And that's not to say that I don't have a breakdown once in a while. Like you can ask my boyfriend, I'll cry and be like, like, why are they doing this? But then like the end result and what lets me continue on with my life without it affecting me is coming back to judgments or just projections. The classic, like if you don't have people speaking against you, then you're probably not doing something right. Like you have to make waves to make a difference. So that's also something that like fuels me. If I'm if I'm causing enough ruckus to make people speak out about it, then I'm doing something right. Okay. Everything is connected. When you're judging others, you're judging yourself, and you're preventing yourself from um, a lot of growth and a lot of healing and a lot of learning that you could – have if you weren't stuck in that judgment and comparison space so that's what I'm really trying to do is like get girls to recognize that their lives will be so much better if they stop judging others first but then you have to figure out like where your projections are coming from like what happened to you that made you this way for me like what made me judge people for being successful like what made me consider other people's success me not being good enough. Right. And then you really, for me, meditate on it and you journal about it and like, you have to just get to the root of it. Okay. And then just remembering that loving yourself is like the key to everything. And the more that you can sit through the thick of it with yourself, right? Like I have to like, look at myself in the mirror. I have to look at myself in the eyes and I have to see the value and the worth on the inside. Um, and I make my internal environment what I want my external environment to be. And that, it's really like everything is just connected. It's hard because I'm like, if you want to stop judging, if you have to love yourself, if you want to love yourself, you have to, you know, do some self-care stuff. If you right. want to do, it's
0: like this whole. It, that's why I'm like, it's so hard to put it into one. But if we just say like, let's just, you sit down and you just need to realize like that you're not perfect. You're not the shit. And you're just as equal as everyone else. We're all in the same playing field. Mm-hmm. I definitely sometimes have thought, like, I'm better than you. I'm better than her. Blah, blah, blah. But I try to, like, not think that way anymore just because that's not. Like, I. when you do think that way, it's just hurting yourself. It's bringing mm-hmm. your brain down. It's bringing your serotonin down for sure. I can tell you that much. And I just don't think that we're getting anywhere when girls are like this. And I love that our community or well, your community is just like no judgment. Like that is, it
1: is It is our community. Oh, yeah, I it. just one to
0: create it. But
1: that's like my goal though, is the only, and like, I don't want to be like, Oh, the only people allowed in this group. Like I would love to say everyone's allowed, but not everyone's ready. Not everyone's ready to release judgment and, think about collaborating, over-competing against other women, and it's re- really not our own fault, right? We were, like, taught this um, yeah. from the day that we came out of the womb. Right. Women especially were kind of put against each other, like, we're always competing. Yeah. We can't all I be don't why. It drives me insane. <laughs> yes. And it's sad, but I genuinely believe, um, I don't know if you follow the holistic psychologist on Instagram, but she's amazing. And he talks a lot about how our generation is reparenting ourselves. Not to say that our parents did a bad job. They were just doing the best that they could with how they were raised. But our generation is just raising our level of consciousness. And we're trying to basically like have our cake and eat it too. Like we can be successful and be happy. You know, we can have both things. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be happy or skinny or successful or like, you know, lazy and whatever, you know, it doesn't have to be one or the other. You can Uh, have what you put your mind to basically. Yes. Intention. uh, No, energy flows where your intention goes. So if you have the intention to be happy and healthy and happy and joyful and grateful and abundant, that's what you're going to get back. I'm a huge fan of manifestation and the law of attraction too so I generally believe in the power of thought and and all of that good stuff
0: I so what I've been doing recently is like it's not so much I don't like I don't want to call it journaling because it's not a journal I literally just write on a piece of paper and then I like crumple it up rip it up and then I throw it out and like Mm -hmm. that personally helps me and I've been getting like my negativity completely out like I just wrote it down and it's in the trash because if I like go to sleep with that, or if I, like, I feel like if I write it in my phone, or if I do anything that's just, like, not on a piece of paper, and then to the trash can, it's, like, still gonna stick with me, and I don't want to go to sleep with that, I don't want to wake up with that, I don't want it in my day anymore, and I don't think a lot of people are, like, comfortable with doing that, because they want to think about it, or I don't know, like, why, and so I want to ask you, like, what are your things for, like, like, getting your negativity out for your day?
1: Like if I'm feeling like super anxious and like yes the yes. running wild, yes. um, this happens to me all the time. Right. Yes, and I, I have to find a way to release that. And what you're saying about writing it and tearing it up is like perfect. And that's actually one of the exercises that I have my clients do. I have them like write all of their fears down and then like burn it or write it on like a glass plate that you don't want and smash it. Like find a way that's like, suits you and your personality. Like some people really love like the plate smashing. Um, some people just burn it. But but putting your thoughts um, onto paper or onto something, just writing them out, it not only validates what you're feeling, but it helps you realize where they're coming from, right? So thoughts are just like our feelings and our emotions happen because of what we're thinking, right? We have 60,000 thoughts a day. If 50,000 of those thoughts are negative, then we're going to have a really stressful and a really anxious day. If 50,000 of those thoughts are positive, then we're going to have a positive day. And so when you catch yourself really anxious and spiraling, the best thing you can do is start writing all of your thoughts down. So I'll grab my, my journal and I'll just start writing what I'm thinking. And it'll typically, it's always the same thing. It's like, I don't know what to do. I feel stuck. I feel lost. I feel anxious. I feel sad. I need to post an IGTV on this. I need to, you know, market my plan and program. I need to, you know, it's half the time it ends up just being like a to-do list. Um, (laughs) And I look at it and I'm like, I'm like, no wonder I'm feeling anxious and stressed. Look at what my thoughts are right now. Right. What is thinking this way doing for me in this current situation? Nothing. Anxiety is worrying about things that you can't control typically. And when you feel like depressed and sad, it's more of that like reflection. um, It's that regret. It's that grief and nothing feeling depressed or feeling anxious can change your current situation. So It's a waste of energy and it's a waste of thoughts. After you kind of figure out like, all right, look at this piece of paper. My thoughts are insanely stressful. What you want to do is start to choose again. So you think of something else um, that would lift your mood, lift your spirit, something positive that you can think about. And this is something that I got from um, Gabby Bernstein's book, Super Attractor. I, I love her. She talks a lot about this choose again method. And mine's like a little bit different. But it's simply put like your thoughts create your emotions there. It's just as simple as that. So if I, start, <laughs> if I start changing what I'm thinking about, if I decide to start counting my blessings, right? I have a roof over my head. I have a closet full of clothes and cases of shoes all around me. And like, look at all of this abundance that I have. I have friends and I have family. Like, It's impossible to feel anything negative when you are feeling grateful. So that's typically like my recipe for getting over anxiety. The reason my morning routine right now has, it looks a lot different than what it did a month ago, two months ago, three months ago. But I knew through just listening to podcasts about other people who have morning routines, like the Skinny Confidential was a massive influence on me. Just learning about the benefits of setting your day up from, Um, a peaceful place from a place full of gratitude and just what it allows the rest of your day to become. It, it's, I, I like use the word unfold a lot with my clients, like having a good morning routine allows the rest of your day to unfold with more ease, with more grace, um, with more joy. The things that I do in the morning all have a very specific purpose, but typically, All you need to do is make your morning a ritual for you, whether it means reading the paper or having coffee or going for a walk, make it a ritual and make it a time for like reflection. And again, always gratitude is like the number one thing I could recommend to anyone to change their life. I first started with just journaling because journaling was really like my therapy. It was how I got my feelings onto paper. It's how I realized Know, where am I at today? You know, what do I need to focus on? Where am I stressed? Where am I anxious? Then I began meditating. Meditation for me isn't sitting silently. Um, I typically do a lot of breath work, a lot of kundalini um meditations involve like intense breath work, like breathing like really quick in and out of your nose or like holding your hands up, and it's all connected in its own way, but for me it allows me not to just let my anxious thoughts run wild. I have a crazy brain. So doing specific breathing techniques is how my meditation um, best serves me. Meditation's like cleansing your brain in the morning. It's like organizing. it's like waking up and like putting everything back in its place where it needs to go so that you're not like walking through a shit show all day long. Like that's how I get to say it. My routine right now, I wake up and I take my dog out to our little dog park and I, Whether it's like rain or shine, I just stare right up into the sky where the sun is. And that's when I start paying my gratitude and my thanks. I do a little bit of breath work and I literally tell myself that I'm breathing in potential and love and abundance and nature. And then I'm breathing out my own light and positivity back into the world. And it's this really intense, crazy experience because I genuinely believe it. I breathe in and I'm like feel myself filling with just so much potential and opportunity, and then I'm breathing out all of my own light. And it sounds crazy, but it makes me feel it makes me feel so good. And being outside and being in the sun helps to re, um, set your circadian rhythms, which provides deeper sleep at night. It is beneficial, obviously, just because of like the sunlight giving you that vitamin D. So obviously, there's like scientific reasons that it's really important. Um, but from a mental aspect. It, it really just allows me to be my best self during the day. And, like, I can give you a perfect example. If I don't meditate and take time for myself in the morning, I am just so much more reactive during the day. Like, little things get to me so much more. Like, that's when I start, like, snapping at my boyfriend and, like, yelling at my dog to get out of my way. And, like, just I feel so much more scattered.
0: Right, right.
1: But when I, like, do those things in the morning, it allows me to be... To make better decisions i'm less impulsive i'm less reactive i'm more grateful i'm more vibrant it's just a better way to live so i prioritize that but something that i'm like starting to learn because for a long time i was like doing my you know sunshine routine and then i was meditating and then i was journaling and then i was pulling my tarot cards which i love um, and it was taking me like an hour and a half to simply get my day started So I had to work on intuitively knowing what I needed that morning. My non-negotiables are 100% the sunlight. And sometimes that's when I sneak in like a three-minute meditation. But as long as I get my sunlight and my meditation in, I don't have to journal anymore because I've kind of built up that skill of cleansing my mind and validating my feelings internally instead of having to put it on paper all the time. And then I toss in my tarot cards when I just like, Feel like connecting to the universe and a higher power and all of that good stuff i owe all of my ability to be like calm and grounded and all that stuff to taking time for myself in the
0: morning for sure so if you're if you have like a specific morning routine do you have a specific night routine too or no? yes okay.
1: um, and something that i didn't mention for the morning routine is i make sure that i don't scroll on instagram for the first hour when i wake up because that will just spike your cortisol And you're just like tempting yourself to compare and to let other people's morning routines affect yours and what other people are doing. So it's always good to stay off of your phone as much as you can. Nighttime, it's like the same thing. I try and make it a ritual. I try to get to bed typically around the same time every night to optimize my sleep. Sleep hygiene is so important um, for your hormone balances and your. if you're looking to lose weight, it's really important, but also like mentally, like your stress and all of that stuff. Can deteriorate if you're not sleeping well, so I love making my nighttime routine like a ritual. Like I put on good music, I like wash my face, I put on my serums and oils, and I gua sha. Um, sometimes, if I'm feeling it, I do another meditation. Sometimes I read. Sometimes me and Casey just like watch Netflix on the couch. But I'm like yeah. still pampering myself. Yeah. Um, I'm really giving myself the ability to just always do what feels good but without a doubt i like take cbd or i smoke a little bit of weed and then i am nuzzling in bed turning my phone off um making sure that i'm not scrolling before bed no blue light i just i sleep i make sure that i sleep for at least seven or eight hours like minimum sleep is when the magic happens that's when our body detoxes and digests that's when our hair grows and our nails grow and our skin you know repairs itself so Sleep is super crucial.
0: Someone in your amazing Facebook group asked you, what made you decide to start your business and what is the most rewarding part?
1: I decided to start my business because I quit my other job and moved to Worcester. I definitely don't think that I was ready, but everything happens for a reason and it definitely led me to where I am right now. I am a big trial and error person. I believe in failing and failing and failing because that's what shows you, um, what works and what doesn't totally and, yeah and you know no one's ever really ready but I have known since I was little honestly that I was just gonna like do something I never when I was little was like I want to be a teacher or a doctor or this like I never knew what it was but I knew that it was just gonna be like something um, and like I said before in college and and even when I was getting my master's I genuinely thought that I would either be coaching field hockey or being a sports nutritionist, working with teams and everything just unfolded in a different way. And it all just kind of happened. And I kind of just kept pivoting and taking what I was doing and, and again, failing and feeling out of alignment and then feeling really, really in alignment when I was doing certain other things. And I think the most rewarding part, honestly has been the relationships and the connections that I've made. It's been, um, being vulnerable and having people not be like oh wow like you're being vulnerable that's cool but being like I dealt with the same things and like thank you for sharing because now I feel like I'm not alone or obviously when I work with clients like I'm literally helping them to do things so that's so rewarding like I you just like can't put a price on that unfortunately it's how I have to make a living but like I wish that I didn't have to like charge I know. services um but it's just like, it makes me feel so good. Not to be like, I did it for them, but it makes me feel really good to show people that, like, all the power and everything that they've ever needed has been inside them the whole time.
0: All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to this amazing, amazing, amazing little interview I have. Like, I just, my mind blown. So, Emma, I just wanted to say thank you for coming on here and taking the time today because I know you're busy as heck, but I appreciate you. So. <laughs> Well,
1: um, I'll say you're welcome. It takes a lot. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, never say thank uh, you're welcome when like yeah. people, like thank me for things, but you're know, okay. welcome for coming on and like thank you just as much for having me. I have been always like in the back of my mind. I'm like, should I start a podcast? Like I feel like I have a lot to say. Yeah. Um, so this was a great opportunity for me to like test the waters, and you did such a beautiful job. And I love your energy. So
0: Thanks,
1: thank you, thank you for having me. Of course. Yes, okay. So, the where to find me, the little plug in piece. Yeah, so I have my Instagram at Real with Emma, and then my Facebook page, which has nothing worthy on it right now, is Real with Emma Wellness. But my website is in the works of being done, hopefully at the end of the week, and that is real with Emma Wellness.com. Um, if you're I'll listening, everything in the show notes, too. Over. But perfect. But, um, so If you are interested in working with me as like a health coach, you can just email me. All of that information is on uh, my Instagram page or my website and whatnot. And if you just want to reach out to talk about something that we touched on in this episode, I just love talking to people. So DM me, email me. We can just shoot the shit going back and forth. Either way, I would love to hear from any of you guys who are avid um, raising serotonin listeners because this is amazing what sammy's doing um and we need a lot more of this so
0: you're so good okay well we both love you and don't forget to check him out bye guys bye